0: Speaking of uh, immature shit,
1: my thing looks really small.
2: (laughs) 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 I met my wave, my sound wave. (laughs) (laughs) He's an obsession with me. He has a fanboy. He's like, I've never had an orgasm like that before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> whoa.
3: Whoa. That was not where I expected this point to be headed.
1: Touch the bottom. It's uh, it's fun. Um, I'm so confused right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <is> fucking <laughs> Christ.
0: <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gimme the Loot Podcast, the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition actual play podcast that's entirely too invested in the private lives of its tiefling characters. My name's Turner. I'll be your Dungeon Master and host of pre-show announcements at least until I get the call from an extra-dimensional being to be whisked off on my next adventure. Episode 12, the party appears to be making some progress. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, As always, we sincerely appreciate you making time for us and your busy podcast listening schedule. We'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media at GMDLCast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, but mostly Twitter. As a new and growing podcast, we absolutely need your support. So please head over to whichever platform provides you with your podcast entertainment. Click subscribe. Click a few stars. Leave a review. That feedback helps new listeners find us and is exactly the prescription we need for all that ails us. So nothing too big on the announcement front. As always, check Jamie out on his other podcast, Three Angry Gamers, and Harlan is back making guest appearances on the pop-up film cast. I've got a few other projects in the works, but nothing solid to announce yet. We do have a Patreon now, and we've started to get that bonus content posted. Uh, Stuff like The Hunter's Party, our Supernatural Rewatch, and D&D Conversion Podcast, as well as tons of extra backstory and world info. If you're not able to support financially through Patreon, there's still a lot you can do to help the podcast. Tell somebody about it. Mention it to a friend, family member, coworker or socially distanced stranger on the street, word of mouth is an incredibly helpful way for a new podcast to grow. And we do appreciate your support, whether it's through providing us the resources to continue to improve uh, the quality of the podcast or by simply helping others find our content. Okay, great, that is it. Just a reminder that Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly podcast due to a mix of profanity, fantasy, violence, and gore and crude humor. Any specific content warnings will be placed in the show notes below. So we're jumping back over to the cast. The last episode, after fooling around at the end for a little bit, they managed to make their way to the home of Ognum the Sage, met his partner, headed inside, subjected themselves to an extra dimensional examination and test. Fate was pulled from his body and out of reality and met a strange robed figure who provided him with a glimpse of what was going on behind the curtain in their reality and let him know that changes were coming. And we pick right back up with Harland as Todd the Tiefling, Jamie as Eldrin Thaneros, Andrew as Moyle Mossberg, Jazz as Fate, and Anthony as Bob Atunde. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the show. You guys all wake up and you see that the, the mage is scribbling furiously And the pentahedron shards in you are all fiercely glowing and still seem to have thin tendrils linking themselves together. And they begin to spark a little bit. And he goes, all right, look, don't move. Nobody move. Nobody move. I'm going to increase a resonant frequency a little bit and see what happens while you guys are still linked and conscious because this should be really interesting. And he dials up a notch. And the tendrils that currently attach all five of you and the pentahedron scroll work that comes out of the the marks on your body coil upward and start to form a strange ball in space, which then becomes kind of a, a perfect sphere. And then an eye appears in this sphere and then, poop another little eye. And then, boop, another little eye. And it begins to shape and solidifies into really a fucking horrific creature.
2: Sounds like Fullmetal Alchemist with the... Oh no! I was just afraid he was going to say a beholder like this big. I was picturing a big silvery beholder.
0: Hey, so it 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 looks very much like oh. a, a beholder, except it's a little bit more emaciated. It's got a giant jaw, a big central eye, and a number of eyes on eye stalks. And it just and it's clearly just fucking in pain. And it looks down at you guys and goes. I am hungry and strangely ashamed. Ah!
3: Roll initiative. Wait, what? Okay, 15. Oh, no. Oh, no. 10. God damn, it. that's not where I expected this to go. 15. And fate rolls a six.
0: So the the, the silver streams kind of scroll upward and form its yeah there's a single eye there's six eye stalks this silvery skinned but it looks emaciated and it has a number of tentacles that don't have eye stalks on it and kind of a big open spiky mouth and it it looks like it's already in pain it looks like just being in this reality hurts it but it immediately fixates on you guys and begins to lash out but first Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like fate you're up is it in moil? Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, I'm up. All right. how, how close is uh, this guy? Uh, he's floating 20 feet above you.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay. Flame like radiance sends on a creature that you can see within the red target. Must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8. Radiant damage. Ah, so my sacred flame is, comes out of my, uh, my staff, and I point, I it at the, the head of it at, what's this guy's name?
0: You don't know my name, you haven't asked it.
2: For a villain, I thought you would be talking to the third person, announcing yourself everywhere, or the first person, excuse me.
0: That, no, I'm not that kind of villain. I'm an abomination that's been summoned into existence through a weird experiment. I'm so hungry. It's
2: t- miserable. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to point at this awful creature.
0: Nalimrata. Nalimrata is my name. Now even if you're asking if you really wanted
2: to die. Uh, I'm not really that interested anymore. Uh, okay. I point at Nalamrata and I shoot a flame
0: out. The, your, your flame goes streaking towards it and it pivots its eye towards it. And you just see it slurp up the... Uh, energy from your spell and it goes oh that's what I'm looking for give me more guys this guy
2: absorbs magic we can't shoot magic at it shite uh, yeah
4: uh, Todd doesn't have much that he can do how close does Todd have arrows Todd does not have arrows Todd has daggers that he can throw mm-hmm. uh, uh, he's, but, he's within oh, range of your throwing oh, daggers. used a hammer
0: you could
1: jump twenty feet in the air.
0: I've
4: only, I only have two of them left.
0: Yeah, it seems like maybe you should have gotten a like. Had, were you ever given the opportunity to get a hand crossbow? No, well, maybe when we first started.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no long yeah. range weapons. Yeah, not
0: since then. Can we <laughs> all? Can we all just pause for a second so I can edit in him talking shit about crossbows from the character creation? That was the, the beginning. That was definitely the beginning. Since then, like I will tell you straight up, you walked by five hand crossbow shops on the way to oh, this place. <laughs> this is a city of adventurers. <laughs> like they don't have a fucking Brady Bill in oh. goddamn Normir. Oh. I all mean, right, you could have gotten a crossbow at any time.
4: Well, I don't have one. Um, and how close is he? He's 20 feet above in the air, but how close is he?
0: Is he just right above me, 20 feet? Do you want me to convert that to meters? He's 20 feet above you. He's directly above you guys. Like He, okay. he, was, he was sprung into the existence by the weird multiversal desynchronicity that was caused by bombarding your magical bond with strange matter. I think I can do,
4: I can throw, do a sneak attack even with my ranged weapon. You can.
0: Uh, I will do that. And how are you doing that? So for sneak attack, you've either got to be hiding, you've got to have advantage somehow. In this particular case, since nobody's actually up on him, um, do you have any way to get up to him? A ladder.
3: Uh, Use a ladder. What? (laughs) What?
0: You guys are allowed to talk to each other. You don't have to whisper, Moyle. It makes it harder for fucking editing the podcast.
2: Oh.
4: <laughs> cunning. I have cunning action. I can take a bonus action on each turn
0: to dash, disengage, or hide, I'm guessing. Is that... You got You got this guy floating 20 feet in the air above you. Think action movie star move. Super jump. Add, like, okay. how the fuck do I get up here? Make something up, and I'll tell you whether or not you can pull it off. Jackie
2: Chan dash across the walls. Run up the wall. <laughs> What? There's walls?
4: I thought we were just in some place. All right. I'm going to need somebody Wait, to...
0: Can we back up? The- <laughs> I just think we're in some place. Are you- I fucking spent 15 minutes describing the crazy shit inside this warehouse, and that you guys were standing right by the front wall of it, a little painted rectangle.
4: I'm not going with the walls. I'm not going with the walls. I need someone to put their hand out. I'll do it. You're, you're leaping me up there.
1: I'll do you it. You getting the alley oop?
4: I'm getting alley
2: oop. I'm <laughs> getting alley oop. Moyle's <laughs> on board. All right. So
1: you're not going to have the strong guy do it though. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. Todd takes a look at Moyle. We shake heads.
4: Moyle he, immediately knows what Todd wants. He puts his hand down. We both shake
0: heads. Slow your roll, Moyle. Give okay. me an insight check with advantage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, advantage on insight check. Todd could just tell Shut him up. what he was. <laughs> but up. no. Why make it easier? So would that be fifteen plus nine? No, it's just fifteen.
0: No, it's fifteen. You go with the higher of the two numbers. So you'll you please notice on your little notepads. This is the second time for no real good reason you guys have had insight rolls with advantage against each other. You guys have started to get a better feel as the link has grown of each other's motives. Any time now when you guys do insight checks against each other, you will have advantage on the rolls. Okay, I'm making a note of that. Todd, are you? You guys have not a full empathic link, but you can, you can kind of uh, get a little bit of a better vibe off each other now because of the bond. So that's exactly what happens, Todd. You look over at Moyle make eye contact, make the nod, run towards it. Todd, give me an acrobatics check. Moyle, give me an athletics check. <laughs> Whoa, that's too many checks. Dude, it's a fucking game. We're going to do some rolls. I know. 13, 13. <laughs> athletics with, with advantage? Three. Nope. No advantage. No, seven. All right. So uh, before I before we go through this, what's the end goal, Todd? He's going to boost you up and you're going to try and grab at, on to him? At this
4: point in time, can I make a if, – if I get this close to him, can I make a swipe with my short sword? Okay, so he's just going to – If he boosts me up there and he gets me up there, I should be able to at least take a swing at him with my short sword.
0: Okay. Unfortunately, Moyle's athletics check was not high enough – Throw you 15 feet in the air. I got an 18. You got a seven. I got a seven and a nine, and I'm being nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you said don't do it on advantage, so I took it off.
0: That doesn't mean you get to roll again. I'm just <laughs> you get the first nice. number. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, I'm just going to cue. I will forget to turn advantage off every time. All right. So, here's what happens you go sprinting towards Moyle, (laughs) leap into his hands with all the grace of a ballet dancer. Moyle boosts you up. And you go, look, you go up a good, oh, four or five feet. It's impressive, but it ain't 20 feet in the air. (laughs) And you drop down. and that I'm I'm gonna say that's your turn because I gave Moyle a little bit of extra to do that so oh,
4: okay so I can't okay uh,
0: yeah no it was, Way to go, Ty. it was a good move it was a good move <laughs> I like it, it just, you guys just didn't pull up that's the exact kind of shit that I want you guys to do <laughs> it just didn't work this time that's why it's entertaining
2: <laughs> oh sorry sorry Todd I had a bad grip you know that yeah. was it you know my form wasn't good I didn't good as low as I should have
0: we all know it was the hammer shaft wax Moy <laughs> <fucking learning. laughs> he doesn't
1: you know that elder right. you're up i'm going to use my hunter's mark okay and attack with my longbow 25.
0: Jesus fucking
1: Christ. Yes, that will hit. A 25 will hit. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't miss with that thing. 7 and then a 4 uh, for the hunter's mark. So, 11.
0: Alright. Noted. Baba, is that you?
5: Fate. Fate is going to cast Major. Okay. And that'll be his turn.
0: Really? Alright. Now, Baba, that's you.
5: How far is the creature from the walls?
0: I mean, you guys are, he's right, I said 20 feet directly above you guys. You guys are standing in the safe zone right in the double door so dude five feet ish ten feet tops
5: okay uh so i'll climb up the wall and then okay. i'll attempt to jump on him and is he wait how, how large is it sorry before i <laughs> before i jump on this tiny creature uh, <laughs>
0: she's a medium-sized creature so we'll say 10 feet in diameter
5: so i'll just actually climb up the wall and then jump and attack it while falling okay I will rage and reckless attack this thing. This will be a reckless attack. I'm just jumping and swinging away. Got it. 13.
0: You manage to get up the wall, spring off of it, bring your uh, Ikala down into him, but it skitters off his hide. And then you drop to the ground below and take two Points of falling damage because I'm gonna say that the contact with him, since he's 10 feet, is you're really only dropping the 10 feet, you know what I mean? You're kind of dropping cool. All right, that will be the monster's turn. What did you say? In the name once
1: again, Ratois. Ratois. Ratois.
0: I just remembered. Okay, Todd, give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. One of the eye stalk points down at you and goes. You're looking a little tired, man. Did you do a bunch of climbing recently? And a beam shoots out and hits you.
4: Wait, did it, what, did it hit me? Well. Or is the way saving throw decides if it hits me or not? I don't. Just do the saving throw.
0: Yes. The saving throw. Well, it, it hits you. Uh, the question is whether or not it affects you, in my opinion. Well,
4: can I use my, uh, what is my spell? Use, use the saving throw first. <laughs> it only, only if you take damage. So I just, I that's what I need to know. Okay, so, oh, that's what I'm saying. Did it, does it, it? Yeah, the spell,
5: may, the spell may not take damage. A though.
4: hellish rebuke requires you to take damage. Okay, so the saving throw can save me from, it's not, okay. Just, just,
5: just do the saving throw. <laughs> Four. That's not good. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, what, what was that? Four. Uh, yeah, Todd, guys passes the fuck out that one hit
1: mm, mm, mm. he said you're sleepy
0: todd you feel a very similar sensation as you felt the previous evening and uh, (laughs) in fact as you go out give me an insight check real quick two nice no this feels this doesn't feel anything like what happened. you're like oh this is magical sleep that <laughs> this does not feel at all anything like what happened to me the other night and you're
4: wait does my hit points go to zero is that what you're saying no
0: no I- you're asleep sleep you're okay. asleep. You don't take okay. any damage. You just fall asleep.
5: Okay. I snicker like Mutley again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually have to snicker like Muttley, man. This is an auditory medium.
5: <laughs> I can't, I can't I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I can't, I can't do the, the rasp. I can't.
0: <laughs> Fate, give me a uh, DC, uh, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh,
5: no. <laughs>
3: 19.
0: He points an eye at you and it kind of swirls around. And instead of a a, a beam shooting out towards you, it's almost like he's trying to swirl up your mage armor and soak it in. But in fact, it snaps back into place and nothing happens. And then, Baba, give me a constitution saving throw. Damn it.
1: He's got five eyes. Is that what you said? Six accidentally rolled with
0: advantage cool either one of those passes so you're good you manage to sidestep the beam which kind of crackles and spits a uh, greenish black necrotic sickly acidic ray into the floor underneath you that's back up to the top of the order moyle
2: okay so i will use ooh, can i use my hammer well it's a range of 20 so yes are you using the the brother hammers brother hammers well it's only 1d6 mhm but if i use my warhammer your
0: warhammer does not have a 20 foot range it says crit range 20 <laughs> yes that's if you roll a 20 you get a critical hit
2: yeah yeah oh what is the 60-foot
0: cone, 10, 5 feet? I'm sorry. So don't you have hammers you can throw? Yeah, that's what the brother hammers are.
2: That's the brother's hammers, yeah. Oh, so these are the only hammers I can throw?
0: Those are the ones, they are specifically designed for throwing, so they have a better range, yes.
2: Well, then I'll use them. I roll an 18. That'll hit. Uh, I take my I take my two hammers and I huck them at the, uh, the center eye and they hit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they hit. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and let you throw both of them. I was gonna say, but don't don't you, You're asleep. Shut the fuck up. Oh no! <laughs> you said we could help a second ago,
4: but now we can't help. You just said that. Oh,
0: but <laughs> you're asleep. Okay, you're you're asleep, Todd. Throw your hammers, Moyle.
1: God damn it! God damn it!
0: Roll two d six. I'm gonna give you an extra d six. <laughs>
1: now you fucked up.
0: Now you. Woo! Nice. Okay. So as Your hammers arc up beautifully and strike this thing right in its big giant middle eye. It goes, and the hammers drop to the ground as they fall and they clank into the ground. You remember, oh, wait, the magical part of this is if I don't throw both of them one that I don't throw I throw will re- magically return to my hand so the whole point of this magical item is you could have unlimited throwing hammers as long as you didn't throw both of them <laughs> and the first there's, like, time-
2: there's literally no information on them in the... he told you you <laughs> I remember that part I don't remember where, where are my notes what happened to my notes? You dog ate it. That's what I'm going to say what happened to my notes. Mm, Three, I have like four places I have notes. That's the problem.
0: Oh, that really hurt. It feels like those are magical though. (laughs) I wonder what they do. Can I just go pick them up? (laughs) You can walk over to them and get them. Mm. You guys are in a pretty small space.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know if it's like, oh, if you don't, if you don't pick, if you don't just throw one, then it's like they disappear.
0: I mean, you can go over to where they're at and then Todd, you're, well, no, Todd, you're not up. You're asleep. Nope, I'm asleep. I'm sleeping. That brings us to then Eldrin. How long am I sleeping? Am I just out?
1: Until you take damage. No,
0: this is a different <sighs> version of the spell. Uh...
4: That's what I, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. I didn't know. Is, do I not know? I mean, how would you
1: know? do any of the eyes look any different than the other eyes They all look about the same
0: the no one of them has kind of a swirling iris that was the one that shot a ray at fate Um, one of them is kind of green and sickly and black that's the one that shot at baba one of them is kind of bulging outward like it's about to pop out and one is silver the same silver of the energy that you guys are currently Mm -hmm. seeing because again your your, uh, pentahedron marks are all still engaged and still link to each other.
1: I, I want to shoot that silver eye. Okay. Can I also uh, use planar warrior?
0: Yes, you absolutely can.
1: Awesome. Take aim at the silver eye and let loose. Oh, oh, that's not good. That's a nine.
0: Oh, you rarely miss. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a
0: crit one. <laughs> yeah. And that's a crit fail. So yeah, that you make eye contact with that eye and it blinks and it kind of looks around like, oh shit, he saw me. And then majestic as shit, man, draw the bow back it flares into extra planar life and then sails off into the back of the warehouse mm-hmm. where you hear a and uh, the the uh, sage goes Archimedes no
1: <laughs> killing all these elves and
0: that brings us to fate ooh okay
3: man i probably should not do this which means you should do it no i really shouldn't i really shouldn't I'm going to I'm going to firebolt him
0: okay oh
4: no you shouldn't do that <laughs> you should have probably picked an eye
2: an eye for
3: an eye
4: okay so we rolled
0: a 20 to hit that, that'll that hit are you just shooting straight up into him or
3: Uh yeah no no
5: specific eye just firebolt at him yeah. uh, for 7 damage fire damage cool Ba-ba. Oh, okay I was I was expecting more DMs after that oh
0: me too <laughs> as you shoot a, a firebolt up it sinks into him he goes ow what a very straightforward <laughs> attack <laughs> I don't feel like this needs any additional explanation.
5: All right. Did I see Todd go to sleep early? Like, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, you saw Todd go to sleep. In fact, you. Oh you, yeah. You laughed. you You're like, <laughs> Todd.
5: Yeah, laughed. <laughs> so sleepy, Todd. <Tuss. laughs> so I, I think I'm going to reckless like do the whole climbing up the wall thing again. I'm uh and reckless attack is. Well.
0: Are you going to try and like grapple onto him, or are you just just jumping up, stabbing, dropping?
5: I think I think I want to try and like s- stab into him with the intent of staying on him. Yep. If that makes sense. Yep, yep. Like if I were stabbing it to the side of him. All right. Although that doesn't sound very reckless. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> very calculated. <laughs> I know. I know. That
0: actually sounds incredibly <laughs> reckless. So.
5: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, let's go. Oof. Mm. We'll take it.
0: Yeah, twenty-two definitely hits. Nice. All right. And then just, uh, you know what, with a 22, I'm going to say you stick in. You can grab on.
5: Awesome. So I don't take fun
0: And as you grab onto it, Baba, your hands kind of sink in a little bit. Like the flesh is a little bit doughy and not insubstantial, but it doesn't feel like this thing is fully in reality. And it, it goes, oh, what it, oh, this, this is not OK. You should not be. I don't like to be touched and it is going to try and pull you off with a couple of its tentacles. So give me a just a posed strength check, Baba.
5: Nope, oh, shoot. Sorry. Still had advantage on. Huh?
0: That's right. Although I think I
5: make I make strength tests with advantage. Yeah. Damn, man, he, he destroys me.
0: With his 17, yeah, he grabs you in his tentacles. He doesn't drop, he's kind of holding you out in front of him like you're uh, like an adult holding a baby with a stinky diaper, like kind of ha- arms out, like, oh, dude, we got to change this one in the tub. Like, this is this is a full load.
4: <laughs> uh, so, wait, your, your turn
1: was
0: just to grab him?
1: I mean, he was on him. No, uh, he did some damage. It made sense.
0: Yeah, I, I hit him for eleven. Oh no, you're some. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right, Todd. I do need to shoot you guys with some more beams. Thank you for reminding me. That's what I. That's what, <laughs> fucking Todd. Why? Thank you for reminding me. Oh,
4: I'm just wondering. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> Todd,
5: Todd, you, you motherfucker. Appreciate that. You never tell the DM what he didn't do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you. I just got so focused on the tentacle grab and the success there that I forgot the, about the multi-attack. That's what I was wanting to know. What happened?
1: Listen, I hope he attacks you again, Todd. I hope he attacks you again. You <laughs> motherfucker.
4: I'm trying to understand the game. I'm like, wait, so he can attack sometimes, but he can't attack all. I don't know what was going on. I don't know he made a mistake.
1: The DM like, is not infallible, buddy. It's-
0: <laughs> Baba, he focuses his silver eye on you and I'm going to need you to make a Charisma saving throw as that silver beam blasts out directly at you.
5: Oh God. I
2: roll the six.
0: Your six is not gonna do. So this beam of silver energy lances out and hits you, Baba, and you feel an overwhelming sense of loss as you're you know you weren't there. Oh no. You were thrown into the Fae and you were trying to do something worthwhile, and you killed that woman and you weren't there the the time is gone you weren't there for your tribe and this crushing sense of failure to your clan and irresponsibility and shame washes into your psyche and you take six psychic damage Mm, emotional
4: damage cool the psychic damage different than normal damage
5: Mm -hmm. yeah i don't have resistance to psychic damage
0: and he goes Oh, that's the stuff. Mm, Your shame feeds me. Who else is ashamed of something? And you see the eyes that were previously other colors all start to flash to silver. Oh. A beam shoots out at you, Eldrin. Fuck. Give me a charisma saving throw.
1: Charisma? No.
4: (laughs) It has killed me last time. that wisdom saving
0: throw. Oh.
1: My worst stat. (laughs)
0: Four. Oh, you're in the woods again, Eldrin, and God you cannot believe that he would say that to you. You have been bullseyeing targets from across fields for years now. You're not ready. It's absurd. You are the best fucking archer that Dak has ever seen. And then the owlbear emerges from the woods, and it is three times the size of any one that you have ever seen. And it charges at you, sweeping across a claw, cutting into your face, and then your mentor is there, pushing you out of the way as the bear tackles into it. And you just hear the sickening snap as his spine is crushed under the weight of the owl bear and you take three psychic damage. Ouch. Fate! Give me a charisma saving throw. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, three (laughs) (laughs) damn it todd
3: what (laughs) what
1: todd you listen it is all your fault oh
0: my god jesus fate you're back in sally may sally may's office and you're sitting across looking at the contract in front of you questioning whether or not it's worth it whether or not putting it you know it's 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 putting it all on the line what you know you know you were meant to be more than a scullery helper. I mean, you love your mom. You love the works that she does and the time that you guys spend cooking together. But that, t- that, that taste you got of magic that day, you know that's where you where you belong. And you dip the quill in the ink and Sally Mae looks you in the eye and goes, now you've, you've read it all the way through. You understand everything you're committing to. And you nod your head and you sign and you take four psychic damage. And that's his turn, Todd. Mm-hmm. Moil, you're up. You see this thing shoot three of your companions with these strange silver beams, which match the energy that you're familiar with, and it seems to pull something from them as they all clinch and twist in the throes of some hmm. particularly shameful or humiliating flashback.
2: I feel really bad for you guys. Um, but Nala. 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 No, you will pay for this. I throw a javelin at him. Uh, where'd you get a javelin? <laughs> <laughs> I always had javelin.
0: Wait, you've always had javelins this entire time?
2: Yeah, but I mostly use handlings. <laughs> That's
0: true. Okay, sure.
2: I also have a belaying pin.
0: Well, no, you're not. Are you throwing the belaying pin now for shits and giggles?
2: No, I'm just showing you. I'm just showing you I have a belaying pin. Okay,
0: thank you. You pull out this javelin, throw it, and it bounces off its skin, and a d- number of silver eyes pivot towards you. Todd that's you oh wait you're still asleep nobody woke you up moving on
4: Nope,
3: nobody's nope <laughs> fate you're up you know what? Screw it. we're gonna go for it we're gonna cast web on it mm-hmm. and I want, I'm hoping it'll ground him
0: is that what your intentions you're trying to web him up and pull him down yeah all right walk me through it because he just crit failed the fuck out of his saving throw so I'm gonna leave you you walk me through how you're spider-manning the shit out of this guy
3: so, basically, I'm going to go about my uh, my hand motions, my my, uh, my hand signs, you know, tiger, boar, bear, and then manifest, you know, all the webs directly above it so that the weight of the webs that then come will drag him down to our level.
0: I'm going to go ahead and need everybody else to make a saving throw, too, because this is going to work. But he was 20 feet directly above you, and he is now descending down to... So, yes. Uh
5: is it Dex? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sleeping. He's he's not above me though.
0: No, that's true. He's you're he's got you in his tentacles. So I'm going to say you failed too, Bobak, since he had a hold of you. And it's it's the same space.
1: What kind what of saving throw? Is a Dex Dex save.
0: You're at disadvantage. Todd move
1: twenty six. Boyle gets a four.
0: Boom! The, wow, Todd. <laughs> 25. Moyle, well, you are like, God damn it. I should have used my fucking hammers. And you're in the business of picking up the hammers when you hear fate go through these mystical motions and then a, a noise like a cartoon bomb dropping as this thing splats down in a weird squishy noise behind you, immediately followed by, you know, like in Ghostbusters where the fucking Stay Puff Marshmallow Man gets melted mm-hmm. and all the shit comes mm-hmm. raining down. That's basically what happens. Yeah,
2: that's, that's about right. No, I only watched the third one.
0: You see Eldrin gracefully step out of the way and still somehow managing to stay on the edge of the safe zone, but just, just scoop right out of the way of the whole hot mess. Todd rolls over in his sleep through the doors behind you guys and is now asleep <laughs> out in the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. What's your what's your spell DC?
3: Oh, my spell save DC, I believe, actually is a fifteen. Okay, so yeah.
0: Jazz, you also step out of the area. So yeah, this thing is grounded and glued down. Moil Baba, you guys are are kind of in the webby mess with it. Todd, you're asleep out in the street, and Eldrin and Fate are you know at the edge of the safe area, able to to fire at this thing.
1: Can I go try to wake Todd up now that it's on the ground?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You can go wake Todd up. That'll be, I mean, that'll be your turn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? No, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) attack. I'm going to use planar warrior and, uh, fire at him again. Uh, Are all his eyes still?
0: They're all silver now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, uh, not going to target a specific one, but yeah, I will. 16. (laughs) Hit. So that's uh, twenty two.
0: Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, he's looking right fucked up. He is not in great shape at all at this point. That brings us to Baba. I can yeah. attack,
5: right? Yeah. I'm good. I'm just in difficulty. Yeah. I will. Yeah, I will reckless mm-hmm. attack. Oh, hold on, let me again? actually
0: look that up because it says you're restrained. So let's go to the restrained.
5: Web restrained me, or you're saying, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, restrained creatures' speed becomes zero attack rolls against the creature have advantage and the creatures attack rolls have disadvantage and you've got disadvantage on dexterity saving the strength. so yeah you can attack you'll just have uh disadvantage unless you want to do a uh, strength check to break free f- of them first
3: well wait
5: doesn't he get advantage when he reckless attacks yeah it'd
0: be a flat roll yeah no it'd be a flat roll
5: yeah it'd be a flat roll yeah i'll just regular roll bam oh yeah and I get a 10.
0: A ten will not do it. You managed to stab into it with your spear, but it's just this gooey, doughy mass now glopped onto it with these weird, stringy, sticky ropes that fate threw out. So uh yeah, it's it's just a really like ugh. You can't really tell where the web ends and this thing's gross doughy body begins. And that now it's its turn. Moyle, give me a charisma saving throw. Uh
2: four. Nothing bad rolls today. <laughs>
0: Well, you stand in a kitchen hunched over even after she enlarged portions of it to accommodate your bulk. It's still just barely big enough for you to fit in at times. There is a heavy wrought iron cauldron bubbling in front of you. Fumes swirl in strange patterns and a scent that smells like it's a combination of mercury, cardamom, and... Bourbon waltz past your nose. You're not supposed to have any. She told you to stay away from it, that you couldn't handle it. She doesn't know that. She doesn't know how many mushrooms you've been eating when she's not looking, or that you'd have discovered the exact right moss to smoke and the exact right amount. Sure, she saved you. She dedicated her life to raising you, and you promised her you you would never, never go against her instructions. But something about that smell, something about the patterns in the smoke, and almost as if there's a a melodic guitar-like tune playing as the bubbles pop across the surface. You reach out with a ladle, scoop up the slightly viscous liquid, tip it to your mouth, and drink in. And you couldn't begin to describe the taste. The world around you melts in a riot of colors. And as you begin to slump to the floor, a distant voice begins to call your name. And you know, you know that you've failed her. And despite the euphoria that washes over you, part of your brain realizes what this broken promise will mean and how this betrayal will hurt her. But God damn, you are high right now. And take five psychic damage. Is that just regular damage?
2: Yeah. Oh, my emotions, they hurt. (laughs) It's your turn, buddy. Okay. So.
4: You are hurting. My feelings. It's okay, buddy, but if we can talk afterwards, if you need to, shh, it'll be okay. Thanks for being there for me, Baggy.
2: Someone's like, who the fuck are you talking to?
1: Who the fuck are you talking to?
2: (laughs) All right, so I've picked up my brother hammers, and I'm going to throw one of them (laughs) at at the big eye.
0: All right, a 10 will not hit. I am sorry.
2: Can I get it back and then throw another one?
0: Uh, you, it automatically flies back into your hand, but you only have the one attack action with it. So you throw it, and then it flies back into your hand as long as you're holding the other one. Well, that was it. All right, move it on. Well, Todd, nope, still asleep. Mm-hmm. This, this, this feels like we've been in a battle situation like this before.
2: I don't have anything that I can wake him up with.
0: All you gotta do is, all you gotta do is shake him awake. Mm,
2: I'm stuck in a web. I'm stuck <laughs> in can't. Charlotte's web right now.
0: Yeah, you're, you're stuck in Fate's Goo. Lily. <laughs> now, Eldrin, you're up
1: I would go wake up Todd but I feel like I could kill this thing uh, so I'm going to try to kill it <laughs>
0: Alright, go ahead and fire
1: uh, I'm going to use Planar Warrior again uh-huh. and Oh, that's not oh, going to work that's Yeah,
0: I am sorry that 10 does not hit. You managed to, to swing it and miss
1: He's <laughs> yeah, got advantage hmm? Wait, what? Oh, because you're in the you, web? Because he's in the web.
0: Yeah. Uh, but he's also, it's uh, like this thing is right up on top I'm of him. Pretty close
1: to it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, oh. yeah. So it's flat
0: roll time. He's, I, didn't give, I didn't give him disadvantage for being close up to it. If you'd want to move, well, no, nah, you fucking rolled. It's yeah, over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, that brings us around to now, Fate, it's your turn.
3: So, oh, I got it. I got it. Here's what we're going to do I'm going to cast Magic Missile. And what we're going to do is we're going to upcast it actually as a second level spell. So I get uh, one more, except one of them is going to go at Todd. So basically I'm going to point four fingers like you know I'm going to like hold up the number 4 on my hand and then point all four or my uh, or point my hand at the uh, the whatever this silvery aberration is mm-hmm. and three of the fingers are going to point in the direction of the monster and my pinky's going to kind of point out towards Todd and so magical force you know goes out strikes the monster
1: all three times and then the fourth one shoots over and smacks Todd in the face to wake him up. I just need to see a picture of what your hand would look like because in my head, your hand is all sorts of fucked up to point at Todd. Yes, yes it is. I'm multitasking.
0: You guys see that. You see, it looks like fate dislocates his pinky to go at a 90 (laughs) degree angle to shoot around corners to wake Todd up. fucked (laughs) up. So these, these bolts streak out Slam into the creature, a one-hits Todd... Todd, you're up, oh. but that finishes the creature off and you hear this <laughs> as it begins to s- shrink inwards upon itself, like it's compacting down and getting denser and denser and it's drawing in some of that goo with it. And then it's drawing threads of silver energy, which make up the, the, the scroll work of your pentahedron marks that link you all together to be to begin to be drawn in with it. And then right when it seems like it's about to make contact with it, it explodes out forward again. And the energy travels along those lines and pulses into your bodies. And you see the pentahedron, even Todd's, and the pentahedron marks expand again for a second time and begin to take a little bit more of a definite shape. And now begin to start to form a, almost a filigreed symbol or pattern, each one different on each one of your bodies. Not fully formed yet, but enough to begin to feel like it's there growing into something. And then they fade, but instead of fading all the way this time, now the marks themselves are visible, even when they're not fully activated. Huh. And this thing pops and vanishes, and you see. Agnum, <laughs> o- sorry, agnum. Uh, o- yeah, you know, uh, I, I had agnum emnom in my head. Now, only- <laughs> yeah, you definitely uh, almost yeah. said yeah. agnum uh, uh, I, I see Agnum has <laughs> been just furiously writing <laughs> notes, and he's like, "That was fascinating." Oh my god, I cannot believe that that was wondrous, gentlemen. Do you feel any different? Why didn't you help us? <laughs> I believe we've discussed the importance of taking notes during certain uh, endeavors, and uh. I needed to get that down on paper. Do you realize what we were seeing here? You gentlemen are bound together by individual pieces of a multiversal shard. It has to be affecting you. Do, do you feel any uh, any changes i feel pretty emotional i
1: mean something definitely happened at the end there like
4: i'm well rested and ready ready for what's going on did i miss anything <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um i mean you should feel a little worse because you definitely took three damage i did yeah huh? well i don't take uh, take damage i, sh- uh, well, I mean that's that, i'm just letting you know um i mean you don't actually know that that happened but that's what happened
4: because you were asleep. You got hit. The, the thing hit you while you were, while you were out. So should I have taken three damage? That's what, okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: you, yeah, you, yeah. Took, you took, you took three damage. Just making sure. Right. When he poses that question, you guys kind of do a little bit of a self-assessment and you do feel some changes. Eldrin, your, your eyes feel a lot more sensitive it takes a moment for you to adjust. It seems like almost the silver glare of that energy that hit you never really quite recedes all the way. And something is definitely different about your vision. It is improved. Uh, you now have dark vision up to 60 feet in full color and effectively can trigger blindsight when needed. Who's that? Eldrin.
1: Oh, man. So... Blind Sight's like Daredevil mode, is that?
0: Yeah, it's like Daredevil mode. You can go into Daredevil mode. That is cool. Baba, you you weren't there when you needed to be. You know that. The guilt weighs heavily upon you, but now you feel that you can be there for your friends that you are bound to. You gain an ability called Vigilant Guarding. When a creature you can see within five feet of you is hit by an attack roll, you can use your reaction to swap places with that creature, and you can be hit with the attack instead. Once you use this trait, you can do so again until you finish a long rest. So basically... If you see, if one of your companions is getting hit in melee range, you can swap places with them and take the hit once a day. You can literally be there for your friends. (coughs) Todd, you are rummaging around in one of your pockets looking for uh, like a stick of gum because you just got, you got morning breath, dude. It feels like you just woke up and you keep reaching down in there and you keep reaching down and like you're, before you realize it, like three quarters of your arm is in one of your pockets. And you you pull your hand out and you get this kind of intuitive feeling that one of your pockets is now not attached to reality and can be used to put weapons into. Only weapons, only for you. It's it's a personal demi-plane that radiates from your body in one of your pants pockets. You basically have a weapon pocket. Okay.
5: Did you say uh, it's a reaction? It's a
0: reaction. Yeah, reaction once a day. Todd, you should put a crossbow in that pocket. Really? Yes, you could. You <laughs> could. Oddly so, enough, yeah. fit a crossbow in that pocket. <laughs> Moyle, you uh this entire time have just been fascinated with that cannon and you go over to reach out to it and like a, a spark starts to leap out towards you and you're like, Oh, that wasn't that bad, but Ognum goes, Oh my god, you just got hit by Oh, you don't seem to have felt that at all. Interesting. You've picked up lightning resistance. You now take half half damage from lightning attacks.
2: I was really hoping I would uh gain content from the emotional damage, but okay.
0: Contempt? I'm sorry, did you get contempt? We've got plenty of contempt.
2: Content. Content.
0: Fate, you pick up the keen mind perk without the intelligence bonus.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So that basically gives you the ability to remember anything that you've read within the last 30 days verbatim. Yeah. And the ability to know exactly what time of day it is and what to, what where north you're, you're extra magically know-it-all-ish. Mm. But that's not all. You guys now are... You started to feel a little bit of that empathic bond after the first expansion of the uh, the pentahedron. But now there's definitely a mental bond. And fate, you are the hub for that. Three times a day, you guys can activate a meta thought pattern where you guys can basically have intergroup telepathy and hear each other's thoughts as long as fate is in 90 feet of, of each of you. If you guys are super far apart, it doesn't work. You basically guys have to be within 90 feet of each other, or 90 feet of fate for it to work. He's the hub for it. And it's not so much you guys are talking to each other directly as you're relaying your thoughts through fate. Fate doesn't control it, but it's like passing through Mm, his mind.
2: Some race for Witch Mountain type stuff. (laughs) And so... Any
5: one of us can trigger it. Like, I just say, I want to relay my thoughts to somebody.
0: It's got to be consensus. You guys all have to kind of look at each, make eye contact and give each other the nod. It's a group, it's a group ability to activate. It's got a 10 minute duration, so you guys can pre-activate it. Hmm. The other piece of this is, it feels like the distance that you can be apart from each other has been reduced. Oh, You don't know by how much. And the uh, you hear the sage go, well, I have some incredibly good news and some potentially unfortunate news. Um, you guys are clearly bound by something really fantastic. Uh, and it is obviously enhancing your abilities. It is adventurous. But it doesn't like being split apart and is trying to work its way back through reality to rejoin itself. And if we don't find a way to control that reaction, there's an entire possibility that you guys could be pulled together into a giant gelatinous, silvery—well, basically that thing, whatever the hell that thing was. You guys would be pulled together; your bones would extrude out, and you'd be this giant fleshy mash mass of of of. And then let me say, oh yeah, you've got about just the right number of eyes for it. Like, oh, that was—that doesn't seem good at all.
2: Mm, question ogman is it possible that we could mush together and form something awesome like
0: voltron <laughs> it's possible um but uh do have you ever seen adventure time <laughs> it would be like that kind of voltron where like one of you is a giant fleshy fat leg uh, and then one oh, of you is no. like a tiny weird like kidney thing yeah, yeah you there would definitely there would definitely be fleshy mashing together
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not good, guys. We need to figure this out quick. Mm.
4: Uh, Mr. Sageman, mm-hmm. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have this ring that I have no clue what it is. Would you be able to answer, help me with it? Todd, you're married. No, I'm just kidding.
3: We don't know your version. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. I was supposed to identify that for you.
0: I guess I'm i I'm a... I'm a, 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 a that's a, Unfortunately, that's not where my t- particular talents lie, Mr. Yeah. Todd. Uh, but it sounds yeah. like your friend could take care of you there.
4: Apparently he could. Mr. The
3: Tiefling, man, if you'd remembered last night before you passed out, I could have knocked that out for <laughs> okay, well, you. Need- you
0: know it's getting late, fellas. I've got some important work to do, so I go. Well, I'll see you in uh, in a however long it takes you to go out to Moku's Madison. and take here. Here's the box, and he hands you a a large about a five by five silver chest uh, with three small little locks. Uh, across it, across the front of it. Here. So You just take this, go out to Moku's Madness, climb up the beanstalk, put it on the front uh, outside the gate of the Cloud Giants castle. Uh, it'll send a message to her. She can come out and grab it. I, I'm going to need you guys to um, give me some proof of delivery. So here, take this. It's a seeing and speaking stone. If you'll just snap a little picture of her picking it up, uh, then that'll be proof that you dropped it off. And then uh, you come on back. And uh, while you're gone, I'll do some research to see if I can figure out a way to keep you from turning into a uh, a spelly a uh, like a um, a shame blob or whatever the hell that thing was. Okay. All right. Sounds good. That's where we'll wrap it up.